All right. Check, I'm check. recording. I am recording as well. Hey, guys. Oh, feels like it's been forever. It does feel Hi. like it's been forever. I think it actually has been. Forever has come it and has. gone. Uh, hey, guys. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to Winging at the Wesleyan Podcast. My name is Andrea. And I'm Sally. And today we are going to talk about oh. this wonderful, delicious, exciting episode yes. entitled <laughs> Transition. Oh, Yay. usually transitions are not fun. They're challenging, stressful, whatever. And it may have been that for yeah. people in this uh, episode, but for us, golly, I don't know how many times I've seen this episode. So many. I loved it. Yep. So let us do some oh. singing and then we'll do some yes. winging and all will be right in the world. <laughs> right? <Yes. clears throat> Uh, I forgot to warn my roommates that I have a podcast and that we, <laughs> that we sing the West Wing theme song. It's oh, fine. I love it. It's fine. It's New York City. It's fine. It is. It's fine. Um, do, 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 do. I should really change that to be my song that I wake up to in the morning. Because then it'll have some time. That's a great idea. You'd be so motivated. Yeah, I'd be like, hello world, I can take on anything. Exactly. All right, well. CJ and Josh can be at the White House at 5 a.m. Yeah, if they can can do that. I can get up and go to work at 9 (laughs) a.m. Yes, exactly. I I just, I'm just talking about my whole life because it's my podcast, it's fine. Uh, I just got a day day job. I mean, I've had a day job, but I'm switching jobs. (laughs) And I, I'm going to have to, like, get dressed up in, like, business attire and be at an office in the morning, which is so oh. different. <laughs> I haven't done that in a yep. long time. So I might need the little extra, little extra zhuzh in the morning from the West Wing. Yeah. Um, Any hoozle, <laughs> let's talk about this episode. Uh, yes. sh- we should do a TikTok, I suppose. Yes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Take it away, Sally. Well, Josh is trying – well, Josh and the whole staff, I guess, are trying to hire people to run the Santos administration. Uh, that's part of the big transition. They're trying – they're calling in some old friends like Sam Seymour, um, which we'll talk about so much, um, and just interviewing people and getting everybody where they're supposed to go. Uh, so that's happening, and it's stressing Josh out a lot. So there's also – a lot of activity revolving around that and around Josh looking awful and everyone telling him that he looks awful. <laughs> also, Josh and Donna, Donna so set up a time frame of defining the relationship, so that's happening. Yes, ma'am. And <clears throat> there's all this military action going on with China and Russia, and Santos hates it, and he calls China behind the president's back, sort of. Maybe. <laughs> and then, I don't know. There's just, yeah, Behind there's just Josh's a bunch of stuff going on with that, which is fun. Behind Josh's back. Um, and, yeah, that's, I mean, that's mostly it. I mean, Sam Seaborn. Sam Seaborn. <laughs> what I remember from this. Yeah. Gosh, I just remember that the first time I saw this episode, how shocked I was when I saw Sam. Oh, my gosh. I remember audibly squealing when yeah, I, I saw him and the way they do it that Josh opens the door and you see the back of his head and then Sam like turns around into the camera and it's just like ah 
Yeah, and it's a callback. Very exciting. It's a callback to the yeah. way that they started with Bartlett. It would have. I we would have yeah. been excited if we had seen Sam in any way, but the fact that they did it in that way in particular, oh yeah, it's just pure sugar. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it, and it 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 felt. It was crazy because it felt like we had just seen Sam yesterday. I mean, it doesn't. It feels like he's been gone a long time, but, like, Rob Lowe just slips back in there so effortlessly. You know what I mean? I mean, there's no – they don't miss a beat with the chemistry or with him getting back in character. It is just – you know, it's just like when you see old friends that even though you haven't seen them in a long time, it's like no time has passed, and that's how it felt. So I really – they could have – I mean, not that the West Wing botches a lot of things, but I'm glad they they did his return really well. I was very happy with it. Yeah, and I didn't see it coming at all. Like, no. it, we're not the mm. we're not the kind of I don't know. I don't know if there's a kind of show that does that. But it was such a huge yeah. surprise. I mean, we we just right. had all of these cameos for Leo's uh, funeral, which made sense given the context, and this makes sense too. Right. But just we I haven't thought about Sam Seaborn. In a long time. so See, I and I – two two things about it. One, I did th- – I remember thinking when we were, saw Leo's funeral, I remember thinking, well, where's Sam? Like they couldn't That's get Rob Lowe to come back for an episode. Yeah. So I did think about it then, which made this even more of a surprise because it was like, well, if he didn't come back for – if he didn't come back for Leo's funeral, then he's not coming back. Um and two, I wonder if when it was really actually airing, somebody will have to tweet at us or email us and let us know. But, you know, like a lot of times that kind of thing leaks out beforehand. So while we were surprised binge watching, it could have been already in the press and stuff that Rob Lowe would be returning. Um, so I'd be interested to know if it was as much of a surprise to other people. Yeah, somebody uh, hit us up in or we'll time. do some research yeah. and we'll let you know. Um, I I don't know if I want to say this, but I felt like it was, I feel like the first scene or two with Sam, it, it was, it was not awkward. He did just like jump back into it, but I felt like he was a little bit more, I don't know if reserved is the word or just not as warm. I don't know. There was something a little bit off to me. But here's here's what I think is interesting about that because I I feel the same way and and while okay, I good. feel like Rob Lowe did slide back into the role effortlessly I agree that there seemed to be a little bit of awkwardness and I thought for sure that they would touch on he has the line about I was wondering when you'd call or something like that and I thought for sure it was going to be a a Toby situation again of you've run this whole campaign and you haven't called me. <laughs> Um, yeah, that could be. I thought that was going to be, and so when there was tension in that beginning scene, that's what I thought it was going to end up being, and it, and it wasn't. And then, of course, as the show goes on, it, it I think that fades away. Like when he calls him out about the BlackBerry and like all that other stuff, I yeah. think that fades. But I I remember thinking that I thought that was going to be a thing as well. Um, so I don't know what the the I'm so hesitant. We have a podcast literally analyzing the West Wing, and I'm still so hesitant to criticize it because it's so perfect. Plus, but this whole like episode, and it's not like we've ever like had to do this ourselves and like slide back into right. a character not, that yeah, we've had exactly. a break from for a while, and then you want to account for a character arc or what have you. But right. still, you know, I'm just being honest. <laughs> so yeah, well, and 
Well, I was going to, I said that because I was going to go on to criticize it more. Um, I did feel like the writing throughout the episode had a lot of very formal moments. There were, I mean, obviously the West Wing's always smart and fast paced, but there were tons of words that just didn't feel natural for any of the characters to use. Um, hmm. You know, I mean, they, they, any parts in particular, know, like, uh, I remember the monomaniacal Donna calls Josh monomaniacal. that, and <laughs> yeah, and then when um, Santos and Mrs. Santos are talking, they both they had an exchange that just felt like it was like three or four lines back and forth that felt like uh, neither of you would use all of these words. So um, I, that just felt a little odd. It took me out of it a little bit because obviously. It's a smart show. It always has been that way. There might be one or two words that I'm like, huh, that's a new word. But this one, it just felt like too much. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I can. Two cents. Yeah, I can see where you'd feel that way. Um, yeah. Since we're talking about Rob Lowe, well, not Rob Lowe, but since we're talking about <laughs> Sam Seaborn, uh, Mel on Twitter raised a good point that she was bummed that we didn't get any like Sam and CJ or Sam and Donna scenes, especially given what's going on with. Josh and Donna and the fact that Donna yes. and Sam had that nice relationship and I know that there was only there's only so much screen time and ways to make yeah. their paths cross but in right. my head I like to imagine that there's a deleted scene with Donna and Sam. Yeah, our well I even I really kind of wanted I mean yeah, now that you say that, yeah, that would have been great. Um the whole episode I kept expecting Josh to ask someone for help with the Donna thing, like with Sam or CJ to just casually be like, so Donna, I don't know, you know, like, and cause he's obviously struggling with it. Um, so I was kind of missing that type of scene. Like, how is, Yeah. How is he, that must be why he's so freaking awkward, which I love by the way, like the yeah. conversation in the car when he calls Donna and he's like, so, uh, are you going to be around? Like it is the most <laughs> yeah, freaking like awkward. Yeah, just just in general. Yes. His whole vocal tone, I we really should include it here, but he uh it's so awkward and delightful. But maybe he's that awkward because he doesn't have anyone to talk to about it, or he just chooses not to. Because that's such a freaking yeah. m- momentous thing that's happened. It's a right. It's a, like a love relationship that has taken this long to come to fruition, and he's not talking to anybody. Like no wonder he's so freaking awkward. Yeah, it's huge. It's a huge deal. Um, and, and, I mean, to, to compound that onto everything that's going on in his professional life, you yeah. know? So, he would already be flustered. Somebody calls Stanley. And it's just like a perfect storm. Yeah. <laughs> like, get, get Josh someone to talk to, for crying out loud. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that, that phone call is amazing. I love yeah. it. Like, Donna is owning this episode. I mean, she's talking about coming Agreed. into her own. She's been owning it since. Yeah. I mean, her job and all that stuff and then the fact that this happened, we're all about it. And then when she finally says, like, okay, there's a window. We have to talk about this and actually define what it is we're doing. Because you know that once you get to the first hundred days and then the midterms, and they're like, there will always be a legitimate reason to put it off. So I liked that she finally stood up and said, nope, we're, t- we're talking about this one way or the other. Or if we don't, we're done. Agreed. So. Right. I agree totally. And I like the way she presented it to him. was just like, be still, listen, here's what it is. Take it or leave it. Like, now I'm going to leave you to process that. Um, mm-hmm. I think it, 
I feel like it is perfect for Josh, and obviously she knows him well enough to know that, and I don't know. I just, I thought it was really well done. And Donna gets offered a great job. <gasps> yeah, she does. Which is my favorite. Oh, man. I didn't see that one coming either. What a great solution to the problem of potentially working with Josh, and she could still be in the White mm-hmm. House, and... She gets to work with Helen if she says yes. And I love that Donna still says, like, I don't have the requisite experience. And we're like, you're Donna Moss. Yeah. Like, she asked yeah. you to do the job. You can do the job. Yeah. Yeah, it really is perfect. It's like, it's the perfect amount of ownership, I feel like. Like, I, you know, when Josh said something about deputy press secretary, I was like, well, that's not, that's not enough for her. That feels like a step backwards. Um, but if she had done something, I, I just feel like it was the perfect, it's the perfect place to land if she, if she accepts it. No spoilers. Um, <clears throat> because it just seems like a good balance of, like, she gets to do her own thing and, like, build her own, um, not, persona but she gets to like you know create what the first lady's her agenda um, and agenda and everything is going to be yeah mm-hmm. so i think i think it's great yep love it oh i also love when after that really awkward phone call where they said that they need to talk and then she shows up that night at his apartment and he's like i don't i didn't really mean tonight that we should talk and she just says who said anything about talking and i freaking love I just love it. I love when the women on this show just take charge. Same thing with CJ and Danny. It's like, okay, uh, these are empowered women, and I like seeing it. (laughs) There's so much good stuff. Um, There really is. Well, um, my favorite, not my favorite, but I loved, as, as uncomfortable and, like, awkward as the scene where Josh yells at Otto was, I loved everything about it in the sense of like, I love Sam being out there and listening to it. And then he like stops Otto from walking back in. He's like, uh, no, I got this. Uh (laughs) And then he goes in and sort of, you know, truth bomb on Josh. Yeah. Uh, We we needed, we needed Sam to rein in Josh and like, exactly. He got to do his first act as deputy chief of staff by helping Josh not have a meltdown. Well, further. Yeah. And that was the perfect, the perfect representation of why he would work well in that role in the same way that Josh and Leo did in the sense that, you know, Josh was always supportive of Leo and, and, you know, admired Leo, but at the same time he could, he could read Leo and he could, you know, he could be that voice of, of reason sometimes when Leo needed it, even when he didn't want to hear it. And I think that Sam really plays that counterpart to Josh well um, too. And I think that was a good, good example of that there's got to be such uh those have to be such difficult roles to fill the deputy chief of staff the chief of staff because you really do have to be able to speak truth to power but i I don't even know how you can do that without actually knowing the person on a personal level you know because then you won't listen to them or you won't trust them it's such an intimate uh inner inner related uh, relationship, so I don't know yeah. how they do it. I Agreed. don't know how they do it. Um, but yeah, so sad that he yells at Otto. That was like he looked like yeah. he was gonna cry. Poor guy. Yeah, he did. He did. He really did. And having all the other staff outside listening to it, I was so awkward, but I loved it. Oh yeah, we've had a couple of uh, Lyman freakouts. 
But, you know, yeah. he's under a lot of stress. Nobody, Nobody's more stressed than Josh Lyman. Even Toby. <laughs> he's just kind of chilling at his house. He's under federal investigation, but it's fine. Um, okay, so we've got Donna going to be chief of staff for Mrs. Santos, maybe. Josh also offers mm-hmm. CJ any job that she wants, which makes <laughs> yeah. total sense. And yeah. She doesn't. What do you do after that? You know, like once you're chief of staff, what do you? I guess it would just depend if there was some area that she was interested in. I like, know. You what know, if she was if like she wanted to deal more with foreign relations or something like that? That would make sense. Like I'll go back to being press secretary again. Sure. <clears throat> yeah. That was a good time, wasn't it? Yeah. So CJ may or may uh, not want to be in the White House. We have to wait and find out. She may need to consult okay. Danny on what to do. Mm-hmm. Did, Ooh. What? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Um... <laughs> Uh, we also, I loved when Debbie was hitting on Santos as well because Santos oh comes to Oh, my gosh, the I love that. <laughs> I loved it. And then Bartlett walking in saying that she doesn't have a sister. That was the best. <laughs> There's so many good characters. It's like she didn't have that many lines in the episode, but the ones that she does are just so perfect. Okay, so then we get the whole good cop, bad cop, China <laughs> Kazakhstan, Russia. I can't believe we're still talking about this thing, uh, yeah. the conflict. But, you know, that happens in the world, so it must happen on the West Wing. Um, it was a little confusing to me, to be honest. The, the, the scene in the Situation Room, there's a lot of... There's a lot of words flying back and forth. Yeah. So, geez, I can't put words together today. Um, (laughs) Did it stand out to you where it felt like very procedural? Yes. Well, what stood out to me was the contrast between Santos in the Situation Room and Bartlett in the Situation Room. True. Because Santos... I mean, and I think that's probably, I assume that's what they're going for because Santos comes in and he knows exactly the right questions to ask. He knows exactly what they're talking about. He knows all of the equipment. He knows what goes on with all of the equipment. And, you know, if if we move this chess piece, how that affects the other chess pieces. And Mm -hmm. and I think, I think in the, I don't know that we were supposed to keep up with it. We were just supposed to see, oh, wow, look at him wheeling and dealing. He knows exactly what's going on because then it built the storyline of him really being uncomfortable with it. Like of being like, you know, Bartlett doesn't even understand all this. Like this is not, this is, you know, whatever. Um, so I enjoyed it from that sense. Cause it was like, man, remember Bartlett's first situation room episode? Mm. Completely, completely different. Oh man. So that was fun. When he, he got in there and started talking and I was like, wow, he's smart. And then I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He is, you know, he has a military background <laughs> Also, can we just pause for a moment and say that I love Jimmy Smith's on How to Get Away with Murder. I don't know if anybody's watching How to Get Away with I haven't Murder. I watched it. Ooh, he is in this current season. He's just so good. I just enjoy Jimmy Smith's in any measure, really. So, Did you see that um, Jimmy Smith's and Bradley Whitford played uh, – like the parents of on Brooklyn Nine Nine, there's Andy Samberg is dating a girl. I don't know this exactly. No. I just saw a tweet about it. Andy Samberg's dating a girl, and Bradley Whitford played Andy Samberg's dad. And um, 
And oh man, Jimmy Smith. All I can think is Matt Santos. You, yeah, Jimmy Smith. <laughs> you just said it. Uh, Jimmy Smith plays the girlfriend's dad. So they were like, you know, families meeting. Oh my gosh, so maybe fun. their husband and wife. I don't know, but there was a picture of it. It was really cute. That's so fun. So, and a actually, reunion. And there's a new movie coming out with Meryl Streep, Tom Hanks, and Bradley Whitford. So that's going to be amazing. So pretty much yeah. just. Mark it on your calendars. I saw a preview on The Late Show with Colbert. It was really good. Can't wait to see it. So, pivoting back, we have Bartlett, no, not Bartlett, Santos, unhappy with the decisions that President Bartlett feels forced to make about this conflict. And so he places that phone call before he's really supposed to, because he's not president yet. Like, what are the consequences of that? I mean, it's like when you're president-elect... You're not just going to sit around and do nothing, right? I mean, I guess you could. Yeah. I, but I wonder I, if there I are don't consequences know. Like in the real to world, that. I'm not sure. Yeah. We didn't cover that in civics class <laughs> in high school, which right. I didn't even right. take. wasn't even an actual class. So uh, I really don't know. I'm just saying I wonder what happens then if, if a president-elect were to overstep their kind of boundaries during that transition period. Yeah. But... When do you think they hatched this plan? Because it felt to me <laughs> that Santos was legitimately like mad, and it just, it just it was a really big surprise at the end that they were kind of working together. Yeah. And I was like, right. "Is Santos that good of an actor?" Because I didn't know <laughs> what was happening. Um. Well, I think he he genuinely is mad. Like, I feel like, I mean what he believes is still true. Like he still does believe it's, it's a bad idea and all that stuff. It's just, and Bartlett believes it too. I think that was the bigger surprise. Although it makes sense because we usually feel like Bartlett is right. Um, but so I think him if on his side of it, he didn't have to do too much acting except for the part where he opposes the president. Um, so the president is the one that was more so putting on a face of like, this is what we have to do. This is why we have to do it all the while not wanting to do it at all, but just feeling like, you know, he didn't really have a choice. So I I, I just loved it. I thought it was so fun to see them like conspiring together mm-hmm. and on the same team. And it was just, I don't know. It was a fun twist. Um, and I, yeah, I just, I enjoyed it. See, so I guess I, I guess I didn't really analyze it too much because I just liked it. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where like it's I'm not going to look too hard at it because I just thought it was a fun story, not fun, but it was a good storyline. Yeah, it was it was cool to see them come together. Uh, it was funny to see when Santos asked Donna if Josh was seeing anyone and is he having any fun? <laughs> yeah, um, I think we can safely say yes. But that yeah. was hilarious. A little bit of fun. And yeah, that was great. So then we actually get to that point, and I don't remember what was the the tipping point for Josh, where everything just felt too crazy, and he's like, there, "There's no way I'm gonna be able to like get a handle on what's going on between us in the next couple weeks." And when he says oh, that to her, Donna's like, "Okay, well, you've got three weeks and six days." And just when he was like, I can't do it, her face, like her eyes just kind of go dark. Yeah. It, it just yeah. drops because we have spent so much time getting to this point and it's really happening. And then we realize, wow, this right. like still may not happen. And the thought of that is devastating. Yeah. 
And for him to, I mean, I was really bummed at Josh on that one because yeah. for him to already be like, I'm just not going to figure it out. You know, like I give up now. It's been a day and I'm just not going to try. Yeah. <laughs> like that. I mean, come on, dude. Yeah. I wasn't thrilled about that, which made the ending all that much. The more best. <laughs> oh my gosh. The plain reveal. So Sam tells yep. Josh that he has to take a vacation or he is not going to join the administration. And. Then he takes the vacation, and the way that they do the Donna reveal on the plane is perfect. It's perfect, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, as soon as he sat down and there was an empty seat, I knew Donna was going to Are you I mean, serious? I had there. no idea. Yeah. I had no freaking The way clue. they pulled the camera away and, like, and you could see that there was an empty seat, I was like, yeah, Donna's going to sit down there. No. I had... I had no idea. And the way that they she just like rolls over into it when she came into frame, oh, that's yeah. when I was screaming. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what happened. It was still great. I mean, even even expecting it, it was still great. It was so great. Yeah, the go <sighs> the going with you. And when he's like Yeah. Yeah, the going with you part was my idea. Oh it was all brilliant. me. Oh goodness. That is that is the happiest or second happiest. Yeah. Because than when they actually got together the first time. Because you're like, okay, now he's made a definitive choice and we're like in safer, we're in a safer place now. So. Yeah, exactly. That's why I may have watched this episode a couple times. Um, <laughs> is there anything else? Um, I don't think so. I think we hit all the big things that I loved. Sam Seaborn, um, Josh and Donna. Yeah, I mean... Oh, I love it. Season seven does deliver in so many ways. Can you imagine if it just kind of like tapered off and it ended on like a season five sort of note where everything felt like, okay, should this still be happening? But luckily, season seven is super strong. Um, Yeah. If you guys have any thoughts on season seven or the West Wing in general, send them to us at thewestwingpodcast at gmail.com. Send them quickly because we're almost done. Yeah, because we're almost done and we'll just need things to read to occupy our time. Um, you can also message us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Pod. How many episodes do we have left? Like, less than we four. Have three episodes left. <laughs> three episodes. 2018 yeah. will have no podcasting in it that I'm, oh. that I'm aware of. Although it was funny because last night I was out in the city here and I uh, was talking to some new people and, you know, the podcast comes up and they're just starting a podcast and they're like, oh, we should get your advice. I'm like, we're old. We're old veterans at this point. So <laughs> we are. Yeah. It was really cute. Um, all right. Well, more transitions to commence after this episode. So we'll yep. talk to you guys very soon. Oh, we didn't do MVP. We've only been doing this how many oh. years? Who's <laughs> our MVP? Um, Is it yeah. Sam? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say Sam for yeah. for uh, you know pulling the reins in on Josh oh. and just for coming back. Yes, thanks, Sam. We appreciate you. Okay, <laughs> cool. All right, we will talk to you guys later. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys.